Hey guys, it's the Jerks here with a bonus add-on to our documentaries uh, uh, podcast that we just finished up. Um, dog, as always, is with me. Yo, dog. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the dog and I were having a conversation recently about a big a big miss that we had from our documentaries pod um, with a reoccurring theme that we've had all year. And if you if you're a steady listener, know that we were big supporters of the Black Lives Matter movement and everything. There's a, there's been a lot of media that's been involved with that, not only from a news coverage, but from a documentary standpoint, too. Um, and we thought that it would be a big miss if we had overlooked that or not included this. So we wanted to provide a bonus uh, content here to just kind of recognize, uh, you know, all the good content and maybe even some bad content that's come out as, as a result of the movement. Well, I personally think, well, uh, you did a good job, but I think you're being kind, honestly. So what this is all stemming from is a conversation that you, me, and my roommate Maddie were having. So I just, tomorrow is the day where we are releasing the documentaries podcast. And I was listening through it and was was just like in my notes and in my research, you know, I had made it a point to myself to mention some of the, the documentaries that highlighted and outlined systemic racism and, and how obviously 2020 was was uh, a year where this uh, there was a lot of protests and, and uh, movements surrounding civil rights, uh, particularly black, you know, uh, uh, surrounding black lives was going on. So, um, yeah. So, so, but... so what we're focusing on right now is, is the, you know, some of the media that's come out. I mean, I, I don't know what you no, have. No, no. Why, why, why the conversation dog that I want to have was just the transparency. So this is just a transparent conversation that we were sure, just having. Sure. So, so, but I think with the jerks though, we go over stuff that we've watched. And I mean, I know me in particular, I, watched a lot of information and a lot of documentaries that were put out. That's why we're tying this to the documentary podcast about Breonna, sure. T- Breonna Taylor. Like I, that, that one spoke the most to me. I think that that was maybe the most egregious. I, I don't know. They're all very egregious. There's no way to rank them all, but something that, you know, as a form of documentary media that, that really, I, I got my information from documentaries around the Bre- Breonna Taylor case. I think I'm coming in like way hotter than you are right now. Okay, because... yeah, shoot that, go. Well, I was coming. In, I was coming into this podcast with the you know kind of the expectation that we were going to dissect our conversation surrounding how we were going to implement. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, we can pull the curtain. So, we'll, let's pull the curtain back a little further, even still. Yeah, because you know what I I I wanted to so. Uh, social justice and civil rights has been a passion of mine since I was before I, I was a teenager, uh, and it's been something that's really important to me. And it's, it wasn't something that I just wanted to graze over or just have, uh, you know, some token episodes running. So maybe wh- why we didn't do like a, our favorite black actors when in the time of Black Lives Matter. Um, and so this, this, what I thought this, this, this podcast was going to be was you and I talking about the fact that I am after listening to our documentaries, 2020, a year of documentaries podcast that you will likely have listened to before this, um, you'll notice that we don't mention any, uh, 
uh, black documentaries about black oppression yeah. or so, system. Yeah, oppression. so we're doing that. We're doing this for the same reasons. Like we're we, we're only four minutes in, man. We can we can get into whatever you want on this podcast. But I, I think what dog what, what I think we mentioned this. We were going to f- fuse it in. Dog and I had a conversation, and, a, and his roommate Maddie was involved. And we were talking, me and Dog were initially thinking about fusing the mention, mentioning or going over the uh, Black Lives Matter documentaries and just, just Black Lives Matter in general and how it affect 2020 media into our documentation or into our documentaries podcast. When really, once we started talking about it, we realized, okay, these are the points that we're making against what people, how people are being untrue in documentaries. And that's why we wanted to be kind of upfront and transparent and just saying, this is something that we missed and something that needs to be talked about. Well, it's not something necessarily that we missed, but I mean, so we, as our, as generally our podcast is pretty apolitical. Um, But in my opinion, civil rights isn't a political, uh, isn't a political matter. It's a human rights matter. Anyways, but uh, no, I, what was messed up is that we wanted to, the discussion was leading to, the point where we wanted to infuse it into our documentaries podcast podcast to make it seem like almost that we remember. So I don't know if anyone, what your, your, the listeners perception of jerks in the fourth row is whether we do it all in one take or whether we do it in a bunch of takes and edit it up. But the truth of it is we usually just do it all in one take mm-hmm. and we, we edit it very minorly, whether it's Phil adding a little music here or there, or just like, maybe just like taking out a part where I talk about. Right. I mean, I mean, once in a while we have like brain, brain farts and just like, you know, there's so much dead air that we've got to chop it up a little bit, but we never take things out of context. And I think that's, that's what our point was on the documentary. Oftentimes people who are creating these documentaries will string a couple of lines together from maybe an interview they did on Monday, Wednesday, different times just to, and string that audio together to make it seem like, there, to, to drive a point home that maybe the original source wasn't trying to make. Right. And, and, and we started to do that and, and we called ourselves out on it. You and Maddie both started to say, wait a minute, this is, ex- this is exactly what, you know, you're not trying to do is like, you know, make it seem as if you guys remembered. Sure. Or to put it. Like, okay. And, and, and to give us a little bit of a break, you know, I, there, there's a bunch of documentaries that I didn't get to in a bunch of points because it's a it's a widespread uh, 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 topic. Right. But that that happens we, on every pod. I think I think we're I think we provided the listeners, you know, the understanding of what happened. And I do. I just I know this is going to be a bonus episode. Uh, so I do want to get into some of the documentaries that, that you and I both have watched this year and were meaningful to us and provided a little bit of insight that maybe two white boys from Maine and New Hampshire wouldn't have elsewise. Uh, listen, you're from, you may live in Maine, but you're, true. you're, you're from New Hampshire. True. I bleed you're, granite. You're true Shire folk. Um, but no, I, I think this, you know, uh, an extension of the, the documentary uh, podcast, you know, it's alternative education to like, so we had heard about the Rodney King riots in 92 for a long time, but I guess I never really had, much um, document uh, um, uh, a testament to what was going on or what, like how it was all happened and, and essentially and I don't think people at the, the time I think people in 1992 probably didn't know either unless they were involved right in it 
I think it was hard to have a full comprehension of everything that was revolving the riots. I think people out here, when they saw that, they probably did, they didn't feel that that racial tension that led up to that. You know, we just saw a, a bunch of rioting in the street. What's what's going on out there? You know, and and now with the with the course of time and and the invention or the art form of a documentary, we can understand it a little bit better. So the documentary I'm talking about is called Let It Fall. And for me, it was the most stirring because it just really highlighted how the the police force out in L.A. was just was very racist and was overzealous in their policing of, of black folks and was uh, just the way everything was set up was like, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it here before, the, it's like a Jenga set uh, made of matches that got removed, the wrong piece got removed and lit at the same time. Mm-hmm. And like the way that it is 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 shown is really is really quite um, uh, compelling. But also, you know, it gives me more historical context to what actually happened. So, you know, I, I, I'm learning at the same time um, as being informed to someone else's experience, and that's really what I think uh, is at the core of the civil rights movements: is that we're all humans, and we all, you know, we have the, the all. Although we're all humans, we all have different experiences, unfortunately, sometimes based on our skin color. Yeah. And and I think it did, Doug. I think I know you you went through a a bunch of back and forth as far as like, is it right to post stuff on social media? And is this just a fad? Is this just so I I think to the point that that we had in our in an earlier conversation was that, yes, this is a fad. There are going to be the Instagram, you know, personalities and YouTube who aren't going to who aren't going to post every single day like they were in the beginning just to look woke. But it did what this movement did, even though we're not waking up every single morning thinking about it, it provided a platform for higher education of the community to understand this oppression and understand that this, just because it doesn't happen on film, you know, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, this stuff types, this type of oppression happens every single day. And I think with that new media, now we're now, I mean, as, as sad as it sounds, it took us actually seeing it, it made it real to us. Now, now we're as someone who's kind of removed from those communities, willing to stand up for those who can't defend themselves in the communities that are being affected. Yeah, no, really well said, and I think it's it's why it does this deserves its own podcast too, outside of the just the documentaries, because what you know we've also talked about doing a a um, podcast on movies that have inspired movements um and and right now this is this is like a perfect so you know movies like let it fall sure uh or or the uh the 13th which is about the 13th Amendment. yeah you, you mentioned that one what what was another one that you watched this year or if you don't remember the titles do you remember like different documentaries or stories aside from sure, the news sure. where you would so, get a deeper a deeper so, look into what was going on for me, a big one for me was uh, was an HBO documentary called t- entitled "Atlanta's Missing and Murdered: The Lost Children," and it was about in, uh, the in the I believe it was the seventies uh, that there's the you know thirty plus uh, black kids who were found uh, well who went missing and then were found murdered um, in and around Atlanta and and for me the fact that. I have never heard of this ever until this year. And I've heard of Charlie Manson and I've heard of BTK and I've heard of the, this, all these, you know, different serial killers who, yeah, they, they've, they've of course 
tortured people and, and done horrific things. But the fact that, or or maybe even like, who's the little girl who went missing? It was the smart girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pamela, Pamela Smart. No, that Pamela uh, Smart was the teacher. But I know who I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Memories. Um, but the fact that that was more of you know a media story, and it took me to, in my to my thirtieth year to hear about all these kids who were murdered in Atlanta. I, that is systemic racism in a nutshell. The fact that something like that is not more widely known or reported on or like even made into legend somehow, like is is exactly how portrays it, how broader society values black lives uh, uh, lesser, possibly lesser than, than, than white, than that of whites. And, and, and I think for me, it was just, uh, it, it was just shocking. Yeah. And it was so, so, no. so just so everyone knows, are you, you were, I know you're pro black lives matter, but are you now, now that you've had time now that there's been a few months, do you think that the, the the Black Lives Matter movement was a good thing, or or do you think that it was just a platform for people to, I don't know, uh, just pre- pretend to seem woke? What bothers me is, and it's not you. It's you just said was, and 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 you just said was it as if right. it was over. Like, I, I'm saying that isn't. It's not over. I'm saying with the movement, like. Do you, do you think no, now no, that no. it's... I, I, as an ex- All right. So at the time, what, what what was upsetting to me is that it was very much just like a, a social media bandwagon as opposed to an extension of the civil rights movement. Right. So I think I was using... I was thinking I was using the word was because you were saying people aren't posting anymore. Like people aren't doing that anymore. Like that's what, that's what I was saying was. I understand that things are progressing on and, and in my opinion was a good thing... To promote all that, to promote all that change, to to have a voice, to spike out those people who couldn't even get up there and say and say the three words, and really kind of draw a line in the sand is who's who's sticking up for humanity and who's not. So I'm saying no. do, now that you look back at it, because I know you were fr- you were you were a little bit frustrated with the whole and, and confused as far as what your action should be in that. Is so are the, I mean this podcast, this very podcast. We, we had to talk a lot about what are we going to do in, in order to support. And now looking back, A, do you think that, that it was a good thing, the Black Lives Matter thing? And do you think that the media and the document documentaries and all the stuff that came out about it was a positive change? Um, yes, I think it was a good thing in that any um, progression, you know, a lot of crises precipitate change in, you know, uh, movements on, you know, uh, protests on a, a large scale, you know, will likely move um, the, the, the spectrum further uh, and, and move justice, hopefully social justice further. Uh, that being said, the way it was perpetrated uh, has me just a little concerned about certain things or not concerned, it, it, let's be real. Let's be, it got me upset because it, it, racism is something that has bothered me my since I can remember and it's something that I'm passionate about. Uh, and to see people who have never said anything and have never, have honestly, have dismissed my, my, my or, or, or called the things, if, if I ever brought up any of these facts earlier in my life, I would be, you know, known as like someone who's like, trying to stir up family events or like was trying to 
be it, you know, just like paranoid or was being like anti-systematic or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get, for, I get you. And I also understand why they would have that reaction. But I mean, I think that we learned the more that the conversation went on that that wasn't you. Were, I mean, you weren't doing anything to try to stir anything up. You were just speaking your mind. And I think that this platform allowed for people to just not be quieted like like they had in the past. Yeah, but uh, and again, uh, on to answer your question, I, on the whole, I think it was a good. I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's just uh, our responsibility to continue the conversations surrounding how we can uh, continue to negate okay. social uh, systemic oppression. And 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 although this is a, a podcast about movies, uh, this is something you know that I just wanted to do because. Uh, it's, it's, this is our medium and, and I was just, I was passionate about it, but I also wanted the, again, doing a documentary podcast and talking about transparency, talking about honesty and, and what we are trying to do. We're not trying to do anything. We're just like two brothers having a conversation. We honestly think that this conversation will be entertaining in a way. Yeah, well, and, and, and we just wanted to prove that even though it might necessarily not have to do with movies, which we normally talked about, it's something so monumental that we couldn't let 2020 end or we couldn't let the whole documentary section end without bringing it up. So, Doug, I think I think I think we've made our point. I think, you know, I, th I think you your idea to come on and do this was was great. I mean, obviously, it sparked a lot of conversation earlier today with you, me and Maddie, and I'm. I'm glad you brought it up to our attention. I'm glad we were able to figure out this little bonus add-on episode in order to bring bring this to light. So thanks for listening, everyone. Dog? Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, if you're looking, again, for a couple of documentaries that highlight these topics, again, one would be Let It Fall. Another one would be The 13th, about involuntary servitude. And, and the third would be uh, Atlanta's missing and murdered children, uh, murdered the lost children. Uh, but uh, we appreciate listening and, and giving us a chance to just say some talk about something that we're, that, yeah, uh, that we wanted to talk about. Definitely go check those out. See you, dog. Set me up to zone out, pushing paper, slamming the